When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for every Everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a eleven, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's boots and whiskey podcast at gmail.com. Mr. Swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you. Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we have Alexis Taylor, country artist, originally from Canada, made her way to Nashville to grace us with her absolutely stellar talent and performances. Um, You can find her all over social media. Um, There's a lot of things coming up for her in the next month or so. Um, You're going to hear all about it in the next half an hour with our conversation. I don't want to give too much away, um, but, you know, she is a talent, you know, for sure. And um, I think you'll appreciate her music and everything she's bringing to the table. And, you know, she's, she has, she has what it takes is, um, you know, it, it's really the long and short of it. Um, but before we get into her and what she's doing, um, as always, Mitch Max, Rowdy Road, um, Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, American Grit and Grace, Afterglow Boutique. Sorry, all the names just after a while, I forget who I'm talking to. Uh, <laughs> thank you all so much for your support. Um, as always, to my wife and my kids, thank you so much for allowing me and supporting me in this. Um, I love you guys. And so, without further ado, my conversation with the lovely Alexis Taylor. Hi, Alexis. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? 
I'm doing good. Thanks again so much for having me. No, thanks for being on. And thanks for, you know, changing things for me. And, you know, these schedules are kind of crazy lately. So I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all. So, um, you know, like I tell everybody, this is all about you, right? So this is your time to say or don't say as much or as little as you want. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to kind of let you go. Tell us about you and I will... Um, interject with questions that come up based on our conversation. Okay, sounds good. So who are you and what are you doing? Well, my name is Alexis Taylor. I am a country singer-songwriter. I was born in Canada, but I go back and forth between um, my hometown, Huntsville, Ontario, and Nashville, Tennessee. So um, yeah, it's just been, it's been a crazy journey and um, I actually just released my very first EP album um, in the summer. So it's been just a wild ride of, of seeing that kind of all come together and just, yeah, continuing to pursue my dreams. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you're from what I've seen and what I've heard of you so far, like you're absolutely, you're just killer. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Um, so what I want to, what I want, what I'm curious about is how, how, when, why did you decide to go from Canada to Nashville? Um, well, I always wanted to be a musician and both my parents, um, were very musical as I was growing up. So I think that obviously had a huge thing to do with just wanting to do music and kind of follow follow in their footsteps um and I sang as a little girl in church and like in school plays and all that fun stuff so um I was always just really involved in music um and when I was in high school I knew that I kind of I wanted to get out of Huntsville and try to make it but I just didn't know really what making it really looked like so um of course, my parents were trying to t- talk me out of it, and um, they're like, well, you should probably have a backup plan, you know, just in case things don't work out, and so I ended up actually going to school in Virginia for a few years, and it was then that I actually got to visit Nashville with one of my best friends. We took a road trip, and I just fell in love with Nashville, and so um, ha- have you ever been to Nashville? Or? Oh yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. I, we, so, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, I tell everybody, you know, my wife and I, we went for our, we went for like a mini honeymoon after our Aww. wedding and, um, you know, we fell in love with the city. Like the second we got off the plane. Yeah. You know, it, it was, it so was you just, already know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's what catapulted me into, you know, my obsession with country music and oh, everything awesome. that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just standing on Broadway, being being in the center of it and hearing, gosh, 50 different bands playing all at the same time. And, you know, every single bar has a different just artist playing and, and everything like that. It was just it might have sounded chaotic to everyone else, but it was just music to my ears. Oh, and, yeah. and yeah, so I just I was like, oh, I got to move here. Like, I, I really got to amp up my songwriting. I got to really just keep on practicing and and all that because when I was going to school I didn't really play very much or or do much songwriting um so I really tried to step up my game and practice more and write more and play guitar more and I think that's really when I became more serious about pursuing 
um, the music aspect and the songwriting aspect of really, um, yeah, of my career. Yeah. I mean, so what, so you've decided to move to Nashville at this point, right. And all this stuff before that, you know, Canadian, as we've discussed, you know, Canada isn't, you know, new to country music. It has a very strong country music background. You know, we know, you know, people like Shania have come out of there and, you know, the country itself has a huge scene. So what, why, why make the jump to Nashville when you could have a huge career there? Um, well, my parents actually used to sing with Shania back before she got her start. Oh, no kidding. So, yeah. So I actually, I, I mean, I was always a Shania fan. Um, but I think to me, like when, when I was a kid, they actually used to go on tour with, they, they traveled from church to church um, with their gospel band. And mm-hmm. so um, I think seeing, seeing the kind of charm that a lot of the Southern states have. Um, and I think too, just like being in the Bible belt, you have these people who are just so Southern and just kind and, you know, it's that, that Southern hospitality, um, which I just thought was the cutest thing. And yeah. so um, it, it really felt to me like it was more my kind of scene, I guess, than Huntsville really felt, um, which, I mean, looking back on it now, I really do think that making the move to, to Nashville and like continuing to go back and forth um, has really catapulted my career in a way that I'm not sure would have in Canada, mm-hmm. only because the competition, I think, in, in Nashville is just so much more fierce and like every single person sings country music whereas Canada yes like I mean we do have such a great country music scene in Canada um and it's it's getting even bigger and better all the time but um I think like maybe even in the past 10 years it's only began to grow in popularity because I remember being in middle school um country music wasn't super popular so um so yeah, I just I kind of felt like I felt like being in Nashville and I mean I ended up transferring to to go to school in Tennessee. So I felt like it was kind of the right choice. Yeah. No, I mean it, it seems to have worked out for you so far, right? Yeah. Um so let's talk a little bit about the Nashville scene and and that sort of thing. You know, we talked about Lower Broadway a little bit. Did you ever or do you um hit any of those places and perform there currently? Yeah, I actually just played a show at Florida Georgia Lions House uh, last week. But oh, um, nice. but yeah, I mean, depending on depending on what I've got going on and just if I'm in the studio or whatever I'm doing, um, I I do still love going downtown to play. And um, I don't know, it's just that's kind of where I kind of started singing. And um, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed over the past little while but um it's still such an incredible place to go and and check out new music and they are actually starting to do a lot more like singer songwriter stuff downtown too so that's always cool too yeah yeah absolutely um so you say you you're going back and forth right now how much time are you spending in nashville compared to you know back home well lately covid has had me mainly in canada (laughs) oh okay 
Yeah, but um, it really just depends what I've got going on. Like my best friend just got married over the summer too. So I got to be a part of her wedding and spend a lot of time in Canada with her and whatnot. Um, but then also like right before COVID hit, I was doing a lot of touring too, like in South Carolina, North Carolina, Kentucky, Alabama, like just a bunch of different states. Um, so it really just depends. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's, that's great. And how long have you been, you know, I guess you could say a resident of Nashville. How, how long has this journey been mm, since that you've been on? Probably, I think six years, I guess I've, I've been living in Nashville and kind of making it more or less my home. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, speaking of you touring, um, you know, I, I've looked at your site and the, you know, where you're going next. And it looks like you've got quite a bit coming up. Yeah. I try to keep busy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going from, you know, like we, like we were just talking about North and South Carolina to London for God's sake you know well okay that's okay so <laughs> is that not happening or did I... that's not actually happening uh, so there is kidding. actually <laughs> I wish that was happening <laughs> no um there's actually another Alexis Taylor that is based out of the UK and I think that there's a mix-up of some sort with whatever I me and their management I guess uses to to put shows on the books and so unfortunately <laughs> I will not be in London. That is the other Alexis Taylor. Now, well, let me ask you now with, with that being said right now, um, have you ever thought to, you know, change your name to differentiate with it being such a, you know, kind of a popular name? I actually have thought oh. about it. So I don't know. I mean, I guess down the road, if, if it was really more of a conflicting, I think, thing, especially right. like with the country music world, like luckily, like the other two Alexis Taylors that I know are not in the country music world. So right. I think one is like in R&B and the others in like this trance EDM kind of music. <laughs> so um, I feel like if if it were to gain popularity, I guess, more or less in the country world, then then I would definitely probably consider doing that more than I already have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just asked because, you know, I know I've talked to a lot of people where it's like, you know, we have similar names, so I had to change this or that or use my middle name. And it's like, oh, that's, you know, being a, you know, quote unquote, normal, regular everyday person, like you don't think of those kind of those woes, yeah. you know, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, so, you know, your latest EP just comes out over the summer. Um, how long did that take you to start and finish? Like the writing process or the studio process? The whole thing. From, from <laughs> the day you decide, hey, I'm going to put out this EP to, you know, it coming out. What, how long was that process? Well, oddly enough, some of those songs that were on the EP, actually, I, I'm pretty sure I wrote just in case back when I was like probably five or six years ago. Um, so like some of the songs are are not the newest like yeah ain't no quitting you is the newest one that's on that uh ep album because i wrote that one just before i went to the studio but mm -hmm. um but i ended up just kind of like sitting and thinking about okay what are some of my favorite songs but then also just songs that really showcase 
not only how much I've grown as an artist since I've put my first song out, but then also what what could also translate to my audience um, and, and be songs that, that they would really like. Um, yeah. So yeah, all of those kind of ideas were taken into consideration. Um, I pretty much wanted to do the EP. I kind of decided that that's what I was going to do as my next project during COVID. Mm-hmm. And so I started kind of putting together um, the outline of the album and what, what songs I thought would be a good fit. And at that point, I hadn't even really, I don't think I wrote Getaway either um, because it was right when COVID hit. I think it was like March 2020 or something. And I actually got really, really sick with COVID and um, ended up basically being sick for like a long month. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's kind of when I was like, okay, if I die from this, <laughs> I, I've never released an EP album. So I really want to do that. And so I started putting together this plan of like, okay, what songs do I want? Do I want to write new ones? Do I want to keep some old ones? And so with my parents both being musicians, of course, I ran all my ideas past them. Um, but yeah, it took me, what, a year and a half, I guess, to kind of round up all the songs and rewrite some of the parts of the existing songs that are on there. Um, and then, of course, with the photo shoots and, and when all that kind of sporadically with COVID, people would kind of give me a longer wait time. And then it ended up being an even more longer wait time. So it was just, it was a whole whole long time before I actually ended up getting it out. But I'm I'm really glad that I did because I'm I'm pretty happy with how it turned out and and I think that a lot of my fans from what what I've heard from them are really happy with it too. Yeah, I think it's you know it's very well rounded. You know it's it sounds you know it it just hits just right. Thank Um, you. You're welcome. And um so now um you know you have you have the EP out, you have, you know, you really have quite the, um, the following, you know, what, what is the hope in the next year or so, you know, now that the EP is out and, you know, life is kind of more or less, you know, in some places back to normal. Yeah. Well, I actually, I I'm such a planner. I already have like my next three singles all mapped out and, oh, awesome. and yeah. And so I'm super excited about that. Um, I just feel like with with my EP, it all just kind of came so suddenly that it didn't, I guess, see as much popularity as I would have liked it to. Mm -hmm. So what I plan on doing is um, releasing three more singles within the next, I think, like six months or something. And um, hopefully, you know, gaining more traction. Um, I'm also really trying to focus on my songwriting. So just more co-writing. And just more, uh, more content showcasing my songs that I've written previously um, and just new songs that I'm writing all the time. So uh, I'm hoping to be doing that in the next six months, year, um, and just kind of keep pushing out songs that, that really mean a lot to me and that I think my fans would like too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it, it's always nice to have you know, a plan, especially the way you have it all planned out. You know, there's no, there's really no way to fail with a plan like this. Well, let's well, not be I, so sure, sh- but. <laughs> sh- sh- I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic. 
<laughs> Thank you. Um, some one of us needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so where are some of the places in town that you do like to um, frequent? Um, like playing or just hanging yeah. out? Either. Um, like I really love, uh, there's the stillery in Midtown in Nashville mm-hmm. that I really, really love playing at. Um, it's just got a really cool feel to it. Um, there's also, uh, Redneck Riviera on Broadway, which I really like playing at. And those are probably two of my favorite places to play. But, um, I mean, gosh, there's so many different places in Nashville that are so much fun and yeah, everyone needs to just come visit Nashville. Yeah, you know, I I tell that to people all the time. And, you know, I have a lot of friends that don't like country music. And I tell them, like, you don't need to. No. You don't need to like country music to really enjoy Nashville. Not at all. Yeah, I know. it. I mean, it used to be so much more country than it is now. But I feel like it doesn't matter what kind of genre you like. I mean, there's people playing rock, rap. I mean, some some street people, too. Like, some of the artists on the street feel like playing classical music and they'll have like a piano on the sidewalk. Like it's just, yeah. you've got so much um, in just one city. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And you know, there's really, like I said, there's something for everyone. Yeah. And it's, it really makes other cities so different from Nashville. Yeah, definitely stands uh, out. So are there rooms in Nashville that you haven't played yet that are on the list to, you know, get to? Um, I mean, I always say go big or go home. So two of my two of the places that are on my list that I really, really want to play is the Ryman Auditorium and the Opry. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, maybe one day. Yep. Um, but I think like on a smaller scale, I would really love to play the Bluebird Cafe. Yeah. And um those are kind of like my top three next places that I kind of just those are just my goals of like places that I really really want to play that I've I mean ever since I've moved here it was always like okay first step play on Broadway okay second step do these writers rounds and now it's like okay what's the next milestone Opry or the Ryman (laughs) yeah yeah no let me ask you because I actually haven't even thought of this you know based on the I guess the timetable of how things are you know quote-unquote supposed to go is that how it is supposed to go like you play the bars on Broadway then it's writers rounds then it's you know whatever or does it depend on what you're trying to do um I mean I feel like with a lot of my friends who are in music I mean it's it's never the same thing twice um yeah I I think I think to me when I moved here I didn't I didn't know anyone when I originally moved to Nashville so I kind of just had this plan in my head of okay this is this is how it's gonna go this is what I'm gonna do and I really had no direction so I mean if I could go back in time um I think I would have focused more on on the writer's rounds as opposed to Broadway yeah um only because I feel as though as much as I love playing on Broadway a lot of places on Broadway won't let you play your original music so for me, something that I'm super passionate about is my original music and to not be able to play my own music, which is where I feel like that's where my heart is. Um, it's just kind of like, OK, like I'll play covers and I love playing covers, but I really love playing my original music. So yeah. um, I think for a songwriter, it's probably not the best way to go if you want to 
focus on that to go Broadway and then writer's rounds and then work your way up. Um, but again, I just really kind of didn't have any direction and didn't really uh, know what to do. And I was kind of just making it up as I, as I was going along. Well, you know, it's, it's funny you say that about the whole uh, Broadway thing and the covers, because I never really, I guess, realized that, you know, even being down there, like, I don't think now that you say it, I didn't hear an original song. I don't think the whole time we were there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty standard for, for Broadway. It's sure. you kind of start going off of Broadway into like the Midtown area or like, I don't know, some of, some of even second Avenue and stuff around Nashville. Um, that's more or less where you'll find more of the writer's rounds. Um, which again, those are my favorite only because I do songwriting, but, um, right. for someone who's just really trying to be an artist and focus on performing, there's definitely no harm with, with going on Broadway and, and playing because I feel like even in the performance aspect, I've learned so much since I came uh, to go to school here. Um, and it's just, it's allowed me to grow um, in the way that I kind of act and react to my audience. And um, it was definitely beneficial for me to be on stage as frequent as, as I was and still am um, just to, to kind of learn the do's and don'ts of being on stage and like what works with the audience and what doesn't work with an audience. Um, Before, when I was going to school in Virginia, I never really had those experiences. And it was really only just like singing in church choir or singing at my high school where people would clap because that's the polite thing to do. So yeah, yeah, it was definitely a different story when I, when I moved uh, to Nashville to go to school and uh, definitely was beneficial. Yeah. Did, so did you go like everybody else? It seems like I talked to the Belmont to do the to do the music business thing. I actually didn't. So oh. um, because my parents wanted me to have a backup plan, uh, I actually was <laughs> going to school in Virginia for elementary education. Oh, nice. And so uh, I really wanted to be a teacher. Um, but then I found out that I guess when you transfer schools to a different state, um, every state has a different requirement for teachers. Yeah. So they basically told me, yeah, if you want to transfer, it's going to be another four years on top of the two years I already spent uh, going to college. So um, I was just kind of like, ah, as much as I would love to be a teacher, I really don't want to go to school for six years just to get a degree. So um, yeah. I ended up just uh, going to school for like English as my major. Um, and they actually let me go into their songwriting program. Um, I, I ended up going to school at MTSU, which is just outside of Nashville. Um, and I mean, I found that their songwriting program was, was super helpful. Um, and I learned a lot. I, I didn't end up doing a lot of their classes just because they wouldn't really let me, but the classes that they did let me go to that, that were their music classes. I did learn a lot from. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I wanted to teach too for a long time and then I actually got the chance to do it during COVID and nice. um, I learned really quickly. I was glad I oh. <laughs> ended up teaching. Uh, Fair like enough. I, I, you know, I did what I wanted to teach and, you know, there was a lot of other factors to it, but um, you know, it's, everything happens for a reason. So, um, you know, I'm grateful for being able to have, you know, chased that dream and gotten it. Um, yeah. And even more thankful to know that I didn't, 
you know, <laughs> I don't want to say waste all that money and time, but waste all that money. And time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is the reception um, for you back home in Canada? I mean, I feel like the people that I talk to when I do have shows and when I do come back and visit and when I um, am doing any sort of like radio performances, I feel like um, people really do enjoy my music. I know that um, the last time I played, I actually played a hometown show uh, over the summer. And that was really cool because a lot of my friends and family came out and and they were there to support me. So it was really nice to just kind of be back in my hometown and get to see a lot of old familiar faces. And I actually got to see my music teacher when I was there too. So that was, that was really fun. And uh, yeah, it's, it's always a blast getting to play in my hometown and any of the surrounding areas, but yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, do you have a preference on where to play? Whether, you know, do you have a favorite state or area you've gone to so far? Mm, I really like playing in my hometown only because like, I know all my friends will show up and um, it's just always, it's a fun time getting to hang out with them, even though I'm singing and, and all that. And mm -hmm. of course with my family, um, being musical, there's always the chance that my mom will get up on stage with me or my dad will play guitar with me. And that's always fun too. So, so yeah, being, being at home and getting to play, that's always fun. That's awesome. Have you been to up, up here in the Boston area yet? Not yet. It's on my list. You gotta, you gotta, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those cities like we were talking about, you know, like, you know, I, I'm going to guesstimate that we're in the same age range where, you know, when we were growing up, you know, country music wasn't what it is now, right? No, definitely and, not. And that's exactly how Boston has become over the last 10, 15 years. You know, it's, you know, I think now, maybe it's because I'm just doing this and seeing it more on a, on a different level, but the amount of, you know, Nashville style bars and restaurants that have popped up and the local country scene up here is just exploding, like, unlike anything I've ever seen in my entire life. And, you know, I think, I think you would have a great following here, you know, and a great turnout coming up here. Well, if I ever have a show there, I will definitely let you know. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, we have some really great rooms here that, um, you know, for, you know, for the up and comers for, you know, the already well established and, you know, it, it, they sell out, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. My favorite kind of venues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, tell us a little more about how, how we can find you, what to expect um, with your touring. Um, you know, what is that going to look like for people in those areas once you do get there? Yeah, I've got uh, upcoming shows in Kentucky and North Carolina, um, some more shows in Tennessee. Uh, what I'm planning on doing actually next week is I'm going to do a uh, Facebook live uh, performance. So I, I ended up starting to do those more or less uh, during COVID. Mm -hmm. And I found it was a lot easier for, you know, people that are all over the world who aren't able to come to some of the states that I'm kind of close to. Um, so it's, I mean, it's always great to, to kind of talk with people while I'm kind of simultaneously singing and everything. Uh, so I'm hopefully going to be doing one of those on Thursday. Um, but yeah, you can find me pretty much anywhere you can, 
I guess, with any kind of music platform and any kind of social media platform. It's just Alexis Taylor. And um, yeah, I've just got lots of stuff going on and hopefully going to be dropping a single soon the next month or so. So yeah, I'm super excited about that. Awesome. Now, do you have a social media platform that you frequent more often or more engaging in than another? Mm, Probably Instagram. And that's just Alexis Taylor Music. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Now, a couple more questions for you. Um, You know, pretty much the standard ones that we have that I have here for all of my guests. Um, You know, we are a Boots and Whiskey podcast, right? So my favorite questions are based around those two things. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is right. Um, do you wear boots? And if so, who are you? Who are you wearing? Like we're on the red carpet. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, usually, like my go-to boots that are kind of the most comfortable are Durango, and they are like my absolute favorite. I wear them all the time, probably too much. Um. Yeah, those are probably my favorites, and they pretty much go with everything. So, <laughs> yeah, nice. I wear those the most. Do you have multiple pairs or just just a pair? I have three pairs, but I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> working on getting more or working uh-huh. on having less? <laughs> no, I'm working on getting more. I need, awesome. like, a, a different color for each of my outfits. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, absolutely. Definitely. Um, and, and what about whiskey? Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, I I probably would pick Jack as my favorite one. Yeah, um, yeah that's probably a safe bet is Jack. <laughs> now, now, do you prefer another beverage other than whiskey? Because that's okay, too. Yes. I'm more of a vodka cranberry girl. <laughs> nice. But I do also like whiskey. Um, do you have a preference on vodka? I usually like Grey Goose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, you know that's that's what people keep telling me about the whiskey thing. But I'm mm-hmm. with you with the Jack because it's always so, it's consistently consistent. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know exactly what you're gonna get. Is that your favorite whiskey? I uh, currently yes. Um, nice. You know, I like the other ones that I've had, um, but you know, Jack is just so it's just so standard it's classic it's classic you know Mm -hmm. like i said you know exactly what it's going to taste like every time you get take it out of the bottle exactly um so do you have anything else you'd like to to send out into the world for us to you know keep an eye out for i know you've got a single coming out in the next month or so um you know you got your tour dates out on your website um any other little you know behind the scenes hush hush don't tell anybody but this is what's happening kind of thing well i am actually in the process of releasing a music video for the single for my album so that will actually be um up and ready to go before i release my next single so um yeah everyone should just keep their eyes open for that i'll be posting that all over social media for sure um, but other than that, I just, I really appreciate you having me on your podcast. And yeah, I, I appreciate you. Oh, well, thank you. It's always great just getting to talk music and whiskey and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I tell everybody, you know, when new things and big things happen and you want to, you know, get it out there, let me know. If you want to come back and talk, let me know that too. It'd be more than, more than happy to have you back. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much.
Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for taking your time tonight. I, I truly appreciate it. Of course. All right. Well, then, until next time, thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. My conversation with Alexis Taylor. What a sweetheart. You know, I love hearing her story about how coming from Canada to Nashville to pursue your dreams. And, you know, she's really killing it. You know, you, you should check her out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. You know, she, she has, you know, thousands of followers and, you know, people are loving her from, you know, the reviews and everything I see. You know, I personally love her music, too. Um, you know, don't don't sleep on this girl because she's going to be she's going to keep steamrolling. Latest EP is out now. Go get that. Go listen to that everywhere you can and give this girl your support. Um I'm sure she appreciates it, and I appreciate you supporting her through me. Um, so without further ado, you know, really, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, uh, crap, Venmo, LinkedIn, you know, wherever, you know, Boots and Whiskey Podcast, you'll find it. You, you know where it is. Um, until our next episode, keep the boots on the ground, the whiskey in the glass. Good night, everyone. Thanks so much.